Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech headlines for Friday, February 4th, 2022. I'm Rich Straffolino. Twitter said it expanded its test of downvoting replies to a global audience with the test soon available on the web, iOS, and Android. Users do not see downvotes publicly and are used by Twitter to algorithmically show relevant replies. Twitter found in its initial downvoting test, the feature improves the quality of conversations on Twitter. Google announced Workspace Essentials, a new free tier for its productivity tool suite. On top of standard tools like Sheets, Slides, and Docs, the plan includes 15 gigabytes of storage, supports Google Meet calls with up to 100 participants for up to 60 minutes, provides access to the Spaces work collaboration tool, and chat. This free tier lacks business account Gmail integration with a cap of 25 users per Essential Starter team account. In Q4, Snap reported its first quarterly net profit, earning $0.22 per share on revenue of $1.3 billion, beating analyst estimates. Daily active users increased 20% in the year to $319 million. CFO Derek Anderson said its ad business on iOS recovered quicker than we anticipated in response to Apple's opt-in app tracking transparency feature. In Amazon's Q4, the company earned $5.80 per share on revenue up 9.4% to $137.4 billion, beating analyst estimates on earnings but just under on revenue. Amazon investment in the EV company Rivian reported an almost $12 billion gain in the quarter. AWS revenue grew 40% to $17.78 billion. The company broke out advertising revenue for the first time, up 32% in the year to $9.7 billion. Amazon also announced an increase in Prime memberships as of March 25th, with annual plans increasing 17% to $139 and monthly memberships up 15% to $14.99. Apple is deprecating a kernel extension in macOS 12.3 that Microsoft's OneDrive used for syncing files. In response, OneDrive's Mac client has changed to using Apple's file provider extensions instead. Along with this change, Microsoft made files on demand the default behavior. This is a feature that keeps the file in the cloud, but allows you to use it as if it's locally stored. Not everybody wants the feature on, though, and many OneDrive users have complained about having to go in and manually mark folders as always keep on this device, which can be tedious if you have a lot of folders. 
Google announced a new repairability program to help students fix Chromebooks, initially available in the U.S. This includes a new site with self-serviceability overviews on select Chromebooks, as well as full repair guides. The site currently lists models from Lenovo and Acer. Repair guides specifically show repairs that will not void the OEM warranty. Google also provides a playbook for schools looking to set up their own Chromebook repair programs. Following a court ruling in the Netherlands, Apple agreed to allow dating apps in the country to offer alternative payment systems. Apple provided more details about how this will actually work, disclosing it will charge a reduced commission of 27% on purchases made with third-party payment systems rather than its typical 30%. Developers will send sales reports to Apple each month, with Apple sending out invoices for those commissions. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority fined Meta £1.5 million for violating an enforcement order in place while the regulator investigated its merger with Giphy. Meta failed to disclose three key U.S. employees that left the company required under the order. The CMA fined Meta £50.5 million for breaching its rules last year and ordered the company to unwind its Giphy acquisition in November. Mozilla announced it's shutting down the Firefox Reality Browser meant for use in VR. It was launched in 2018 and available on Oculus, Viveport, Pico, and HoloLens. Mozilla suggests users download the upcoming open-source browser Wolvik, which is based on Firefox Reality source code. Microsoft made the new Media Player app for Windows 11 available to Windows insiders in the beta channel after rolling out to Dev Channel in November. This replaces the Groove Music and Movie and TV apps, merging audio and video playback into a single app. The classic Windows Media Player remains available in Windows Tools. Nikkei Asia sources say Toshiba will invest 100 billion yen, that's about 873 million US dollars, to build a power semiconductor fab in Japan, with production expected to begin in Q1 2025. Target markets for the chips include automotive, servers, and industrial applications. Production equipment at the fab will use larger 300mm wafers for greater capacity and efficiency. Typically, power chips use 200mm wafers. And finally, Blizzard confirmed that it will release a new Warcraft mobile game later this year. Back in August, the developer confirmed it had multiple free-to-play Warcraft mobile games in advanced development. Blizzard previously announced it would release the mobile game Diablo Immortal in the first half of 2022. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.